Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, pull up a chair and put down your chips. It's time for Tabletop Roulette. Today's game is... So today we are going to be playing our special holiday game for 2020. We will be playing Under the Floorboards, a role-playing game about tiny people in a giant hostile world. It was written by Chris Bissett. I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong, so if I am, sorry Chris. Links to purchase this game, if you're interested, will be in the show notes. And we will also link to Chris's uh, games page and Twitter in the notes. So go check him out. He's cool people. He's always pumping out cool games, and this is one of them. So, in Under the Floorboards, you will be playing as what are called floor folk, which are essentially tiny people that live in the, surprise, the floorboards of the house of standard-sized people, also known as the biggies. If you've, uh got any familiarity with like the borrowers or the secret world of Arietti, any of that type of stuff that is a big inspiration for this game. And in this game specifically, it is the holiday times and you all will be going after a certain holiday themed item. So before we get started, let's go around and introduce ourselves and our characters. Who wants to tell us about who they're going to be playing first? I can go. All right. Well, hi, I'm Siobhan. I'm going to be playing for Scythia the Scout, and she's a uh, rambunctious little person who loves venturing out of their little home into the home of the biggies. And... Um, She's really excited to go out and do um, the holiday borrowing. She's got um, short hair that she gels up into spikes. And I imagine she has on like this cute set of overalls that she's got um, like rolled up on her legs. And she's got big stomping boots that are actually quiet, but she likes to call them those anyway. Love it. Uh, let's go down our Discord list. Uh, Dusty, who are you playing? And also, who are you? Hi, you could call me Dusty. Uh, today I'm going to be playing uh, Mateo the Builder. He likes tinkering stuff and he likes making um, uh, little floorboard people versions of the things he sees outside in the Biggie's house. Current goal right now is to create uh, his own little Christmas star that's even more magnificent than the one he sees on top of the tree. Love it. And last but not least, Alice. Hi, I'm Alice, and I will be playing Skisa, the runner. Uh, Skisa uses they, them pronouns. They are very determined to prove that they are the best and fastest living creature in this house at all costs, and has probably bothered Mateo on several occasions to construct the perfect replica of the Biggie's running shoes so that they can get maximum speed. Love it. 
As background information, has Mateo been able to replicate the running shoes? Uh, they've attempted at doing something that they called um, roller shoes with like little remnants of like tiny bits of marbles that he's polished to make like wheels. They don't work very well though because they're not fast. Do they have like little tiny heelys? Is that what I'm hearing? Or are they like yes. roller skates? <laughs> no, they are 100% floorboard people heelys. They call it a uh, shoelies. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, did you all decide, do you want to be like a blood family? Or are you all just kind of like living together as friends or like a commune? What's your all sort of relation to each other? No, I mean, I'm down with either. Like we could like commune, family, like we have like a weird last name. Yeah. How about we're a found family of people that decided to live together? Oh, I, like I love a found family. Very good. Very good. Yes. All right. And then uh, before we get started, I want to go ahead and establish first, what is it that you all are going after today? We've had a little bit of chat before the game started, and you all threw out some different ideas. Uh, what is your all's main objective for this adventure? I mean, it's Santa's cookies, right? We're doing? Yes, please. I felt like a genius when I came up with that idea, to be honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it's weird to my idea of filling a whole ass fruitcake, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little too ambitious for us, a little too heavy. Excuse me. <laughs> not, not ambitious enough for Mateo. <laughs> Alice, are you good with going after Santa's cookies? I'm totally down for going after Santa's cookies. I will say that I have a tiny borrower's kind of thermos-esque thing, because I would be remiss if I was not also going after some eggnog. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think Mateo's probably made some for everyone, like little thermos, because he keeps seeing the biggies drinking some weird liquid out of it. Mm. Perfect. And then uh, next up, we've got establishing questions. So there are six of these. Normally, it says to have the guiding voice uh, choose one to ask of the group, but I think I'm going to go ahead and have somebody roll a d6 if you've got one handy, and that'll be our establishing question for this game. All right, I got one. It's got snowflakes in it. Perfect for this. A one. <laughs> a one. A one. <laughs> So the three of you are gathered together in the living room of your home under the floorboards. What item in this room makes you feel the most content and safe? So that can be an item each. You all can all decide on one. What makes you feel the safest about your home in the floorboards? I think Mateo would have essentially what looks like a mini version of like a beanbag chair, which is just like a cotton swab. <laughs> and he would just be like lying in it and be like half like you could barely see his like feet and like head poking out. Fantastic. Hmm. Okay, so it's something that makes us feel safe, right? Safe or comfortable, yeah. Safe or comfortable. I think it, there's like an old washcloth that we got that was like abandoned outside the Biggie's house that we worked really hard to bring inside. And it makes Forsythia feel safe because Maybe it helps dampen the noise from their house if they ever get too loud because it's a cloth covering that um, 
they have as like up over the entrance to their house, like a little canopy. That's, oh, that's really Very cool. Um, so what uh, Skisa has managed to get is a tiny hourglass, like from a board game, which they use to time themselves. And also sometimes it's nice to just sit and watch the sand fall from one side to the other. I like that. All right. Now that we have our home established and our location and goal of picking Santa's cookies off of the fireplace in the living room, we pick collectively two obstacles and one hazard from the relevant location page. This is going to establish sort of what we will be facing as you all go into the expedition. So... If you all check on page 31 of the rulebook under the living room, there are obstacles on the left side of the page. There are six of them, and we can pick two that you all think would be interesting to face off against. For the audience, these include the windows are wide open and it's blustery outside, the curtains flap and flick at random and you'll need to pass them and possibly climb them without being catapulted across the room. The quickest way to your goal involves scampering across the top of the TV, but there's no telling whether it's charged with static, just waiting to shock you. How will you prepare for that? The mantelpiece is an excellent spot to find things, but the fire is burning and everything around it is far too hot to touch. How will you protect yourself as you scale it? One of your favorite ways into the room involves lowering yourself down onto the ceiling fan, which lazily rotates above the room. How do you do this safely, and how do you get down from it once you're there? It's a clear, straight run across the back of the sofa, but if you slip you could easily slide down between the back and the cushions, and getting out won't be so easy. And finally, the biggies own a small robotic vacuum cleaner that constantly circuits this room. It's good to hitch a ride on, but there's also the danger that it will see you as something to be disposed of. So do any of those jump out at you all as obstacles you think would be interesting to face? The Roomba sounds right. Yeah, we definitely need to have the Roomba. And then, because it's winter, I think the mantelpiece uh, being mm. on fire because it's Christmas Eve would be really good. Although they should really put that out for Santa. What are they doing? Right. It's, the, the biggies here aren't, uh, they're, they're a little odd. All right. Is everybody good with that? The Roomba and the fireplace? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then just to keep things a little bit mysterious, if you all don't mind, I think I will pick the hazard in secret and spring it on you when mm -hmm. things, when it feels relevant. All right. So on to the next sort of phase. Testing your memory and trying your luck. So, Siobhan, you're playing our scout, correct? Yes. Okay. So, it is assumed before this expedition that you have gone out into the house to, well, scout ahead. And this is the section where we're going to find out what you found and how much it might have changed in the time since then. So... Once the location's been populated with obstacles and hazards, it's time to roll the dice to find out how things have changed since the scout returned from their initial recon mission. This section of the scouting phase tells the guiding voice what secret changes to make to the information the players have just established. 
The floorboard folk will set out on their expedition with a rough idea of what they're going to face. The drama occurs when the world is changed and the plan has to be adapted on the fly. So first up, we are going to have you roll to test your memory. Alright, so that's 2d6 plus perceptive. Yes. And my perceptive is plus 6. Oh, nice. And I, oh, I got a, a 6 and a 5, plus 6. Okay. So that's uh, pretty good. So on a result of a 10+, plus, your memory is good, and the guiding voice makes no changes to obstacles. So you all are off to a good start. And then after you have tested your memory, the rest of the group collectively tests their luck. So which player has the highest lucky score amongst the three of you? I have a five. I also have a five. I have a one. Okay. So this will be plus five for your roll. And then each of you will roll one d6 and we'll take the two highest numbers and add five. I got a three. I got a one. I got a four. Okay, so we've got a four and a three plus five, which is a number I know of. It's 12, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Good number. Okay, so on an 11 or 12, choose a second complication to use during the expedition. So this is something I will choose in secret, and that is going to cause complications as you all adventure. So with all of that established, we move on to the expedition. So it is Light's Day, which, well, the evening before Light's Day, which is the day that you know the biggies put out all their lights the, their entire house just lights up with bright reds and blues and greens and everything's beautiful. Everybody is happy, at least for this one day, and everything is nice. But the three of you are going to make your expedition on the night before because you also know that the biggies put out Delicious, delicious cookies on the night before Light's Day. Cookies that just go to waste unless they get borrowed. So the three of you are set out to make your way through the living room of the Biggie's house to get these cookies from their resting place on the fireplace. Where do you all make your entrance into the living room and... Like, what does your expedition through, like, from your house into the living room of the Biggie's house, what's that look like? How do you all make your way there? Do you think we should, like, come from, like, a hole in the wall or the floor? Hmm, so is our is our home underneath a different room? And we go up through the floorboards in a different room and then come into the living room through a hole in the wall? I like that. Are you asking me or proposing that as an idea? What <laughs> either <laughs> asking well, uh, other players to, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, so that way, like, we, we could just come up so we don't have to worry about like them, the biggies, like going right above our, our home all the time. So, yeah, I guess the living room would be a pretty scary room to live underneath because mm-hmm. they spend a lot of time in that room during the day. 
This is true. So yeah, I think like coming like through a small hole in the wall where like it's near where they don't really see maybe like it's uh maybe it's like behind the tree and they are behind the couch or something. Yeah. I like behind the couch so that when we come out from underneath the couch, we can like see the tree in all its majesty from our very low worm's eye view. It's it's beautiful. Okay, so quick question. Are you all making your way like along the wall behind the couch or are you going underneath of it towards the lights? Maybe along the wall because we do know that the vacuum cleaner comes into this room. This is true. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. And then Skisa likes to try to outrun it, apparently. Maybe. <laughs> I think. <that's> <laughs> oh, there's nothing try about it. <laughs> Remember what happened last time? Yes. And I made it out perfectly fine, which means I win. Yep. They're still here in one piece. So it's totally fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let's definitely stick to the wall then. Don't want to deal with that one again. Uh. So, yeah. You all make your way out through this hole in the wall and sidle along behind the couch. You do notice, as you are making your way along, that familiar whirring of the robotic vacuum cleaner. So you know that it is out and running. You also hear a very loud sound coming from above you that sounds like the same sound as when the biggies are sawing wood like you've heard them cutting wood in half before it sounds very similar to that uh, which direction is it coming from it is coming from above you and on the other side of the couch uh-oh that doesn't sound good hmm. maybe we should send someone out to see what it is yeah maybe we should send you out to see what it is brb i'm gonna go see what it is okay okay <laughs> All right, so uh, is it pronounced Skisa? Skisa. Okay. Uh, can you roll? Well, tell me, how is it that you're going about doing this? I think Skisa's doing like the little half jog thing where they turn back and shrug at the other two, like, you were taking too long. And then is going to turn and sprint to the other side of the sofa and then peek out from underneath the leg kind of lip. You know, there's like the little overhang of a sofa and then there's the leg. going to like scurry around the leg and then peek out and see what I can see. Uh, sounds to me like you're trying to, uh, or like you should roll perceptive. Cool. So that's uh, 2d6 plus your perceptive stat. Uh, so I got a nine. Okay, so on a result of seven to nine, you do what you intended to do, but with a complication or cost. So... Skisa, you peer around the leg of this couch, up towards this sawing noise, and you see one of the younger biggies, uh, one of their children, asleep on the couch. His mouth is hanging open and he snores fairly loudly. He is definitely asleep, but you know that there's the possibility that if you all make too much noise, he may be woken up. As you were noticing him, you look off to the side because that whirring sound of the robotic vacuum cleaner is getting louder and louder as it closes in on your position. Oh no, not again. Hmm. Okay. I think Skisa nods to themselves and looks for where the robotic vacuum cleaner is coming and is like, no, that's too far away right now. 
I'm going to let it get closer first. And like makes it a challenge before she sprints back to the group. Okay. Uh, cutting back over to uh, Forsythia and Mateo. What are you all doing as you see Skisa scouting ahead around this chair leg and hear the vacuum cleaner getting closer to them? Uh, is the is the couch kind of close to the Christmas tree or the tree in general? Uh, the tree is on the other side of the living room. Okay. Uh, Mateo's gonna like slowly walk over and look at Skisa and then look at the robotic vacuum, just like like trying to wave my arms as we like. You need to. We need to move. That's bad. We need to go. Like, come on, please, please. Okay, but it's not. Like it's so far away. <laughs> it can't even it's really it. fast. It's gotta know what it's chasing. Otherwise it's not a chase. I don't like chases. I don't know if Oh they're... then you should go. <laughs> so so Suskisa is within earshot of us. Um, so I think, uh, if the vacuum is coming towards us, but we have plenty of time on the other side of the couch, I think there's a hole in the, in the lining in the bottom that we know about that at least I've seen before from scouting. And I think we've used it a few times now and I'm just going to jog over to it and, um, start pulling open the flap. I think we have it pinned closed so the biggies don't notice it and open it and then um, start to climb inside it so that we won't have to worry about the vacuum cleaner when it comes closer. And I'm going to pull Mateo over with me. All right. Uh, yes. So okay. there is a lucky stat on your sheet. Yes. When you want to test your luck to have something be the way that you need it to be, uh, roll 2d6 plus lucky and... I hope for a 10 plus. All right. So my lucky is five. And I rolled two sixes. <laughs> okay. God. Uh, and I got plus five. Um, but So now my luck score goes down by one. So it's four na- from now on. Yes. And that flap is there. And Mateo, are you going along into this flap on the couch? Yeah. Yeah. I... I- I would say uh, they they know exactly where they're going. Some of they would follow. Not going to try to outrun that scary monster. All right. And what, like, have you all hollowed out this part on the inside of the couch? What does this look like as you all get in there? Yeah, it's like, um, it's like, yeah, it's like a little hollowed out part where there's the, um, the fabric that covers like the bottom of the couch and there's not like padding right up against it. And so we've like, cut that open and we're like in between the um supports on the underside of the couch so it's like below where the cushions would be all right so as they are hiding out in there what's skisa doing as the vacuum is nearing in on their location yeah i think once it reaches an appropriately menacing distance she's gonna turn and they're gonna run to where the other two just crawled up and hid like Live a little. Come on. That's what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Skis, I'm going to ask you to roll uh, 2d6 plus your agile roll. Cool. Oh, cool. I got a 10. Okay. On a 10 plus, you do what you intended to do. Describe what it looks like. So what's going on as she, or sorry, as they run and jump up into this flap? Uh, Yeah, it's like a very low angle action shot you got like the menacing vacuum cleaner it looks like it's almost gonna get them but then they just 
swing up and inside the safety of the sofa fort thing. All right. So the three of you have found yourselves inside of this couch with one of the biggies snoring loudly above you. Uh, You're not a lot closer to your goal, but you've at least sort of gotten a feel of what you're up against tonight. What do the three of you want to do? All right. So there's a few pathways I know about in this room. And one of them is because they decorated it. We could probably climb up like some garland that they hung up on the wall and try to get closer to the tree and the mantle that way. Or we could try to just make a run for it underneath the couch and then try to climb up the bottom of the tree. Uh, I mean, both are probably good. Like staying off the ground will be preferable. Don't like the being out in the open too much. I'm not as fast as y'all. I don't have the shoelies. I gave them to you, Skisa. Hmm. Skisa, what do you think? Do you want to run or do you want to climb? I'm a little insulted that you need to ask me that. Well, I guess more like, do you want to wait for us to run? <laughs> or do you want to climb? <laughs> yeah, I guess we don't have all night, so we should climb. So I think the best way to do it is there's another hole above us that leads to the cushions. And then we have to climb up the arm of the couch. And then there's like a little jump because it's not exactly against the wall. (laughs) And climb up that. Oh, there is a small biggie on the couch. Oh, is that what that noise is? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) which side of the couch are they on? Like, the gesture with their hands, like all of it, they're all, they're zonked out. Like, Oh. Oh. (laughs) You know, it's the not the smallest one, but the middle small one. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, we usually find them in front of the flashy light box in their room. Yeah, yeah, yep. they're, yeah, they're, like they're, that. Their limbs are long couch. and weird. Um, I mean, uh, Mateo's going to gesture to his belt, and he has like a quote-unquote grappling hook, which is just like one of those jacks pieces uh, with some dental floss tied around the end. It's like I brought this just in case we need to climb somewhere. Maybe help if we maybe go to the tree. I, I don't want to deal with the them at all. The big ones, they're bad. Don't, don't okay. Like. Well, I guess the good thing about the vacuum cleaner is we can hear it. So I guess if we just time it so that it won't be near us when we're running, we could do okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it's far away enough, it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Skisa, you good with that? Sounds good. So I think I, I'm going to climb down towards the bottom and before I like step out, like poke my head through the hole and see if I can see where the vacuum cleaner is. Okay, uh, roll with your perceptive for me. I got a 2 and a 4 plus 6, 12. On a 12 plus, you do what you intended to do, and the guiding voice will tell you an extra benefit or advantage that you receive. So, you notice that the vacuum cleaner is going underneath the couch on the same path that it was before. It is, like, making its way past your flap, so if you wait just... A couple seconds, you'll have a pretty good shot to make it out across the floor of the living room. Or, alternatively, if you're feeling a little bit more daring, you could drop down on top of it and attempt to ride it across. 
Oh, damn. We have to do that, right? Hey, oh, yeah. we, do you want to ride it? Uh, I guess the top is probably the safest place All right, to be. get ready. I'm going to uh, count us down. Three, two, one, go. Oh. <laughs> and I want each of you to make me an agile roll to see how well this goes for you. I got a 10 because I have a plus six. I got a nine. I got a nice old six. (laughs) (laughs) For Scythia, you managed to land on top of this vacuum cleaner. No problem. Exactly as you planned, everything goes fine. Until you realize that Skisa jumped just a little bit too late. Oh no. They are hanging off the back of this vacuum cleaner, precariously perched and about to fall. Mateo has jumped even later than that (laughs) and managed to fall to the floor just on the side of this vacuum cleaner and is in fact in danger of being sucked up by it. Uh, Prisithia, which one would you like to go help save? The person who's almost going to get sucked up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I think I I land like in a three-point stance because it's cool. And um, I I see what happened to Mateo and I, I run over towards him and I'm like, Mateo, throw me the line. I can pull you up. Okay, and as Mateo is uh, scrambling to his feet and uh, very shakily trying to get that little line from his belt, he's going to swing it around and throw it that way like wildly hoping that they could catch it or something all right so for Scythia, this sounds to me like you'd be rolling with sturdy to pull mateo up all right if you've got a different role you'd like to pitch feel free to if you can think of a way to do it hmm i mean i think it's interesting to try to just like pull him up with brute strength so i will roll that sturdy okay <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So Mateo threw the grappling hook up to you, right? Yeah. So I think that Forsythia did not quite anticipate that Mateo is bulkier than she is. She her for Forsythia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh bulkier than she is. And rather than pulling Mateo up. Scythia <laughs> goes tumbling down. Skisa, you've got a chance. You can either pull yourself up onto this vacuum cleaner or dive down and attempt to pull your friends out of the way. What do you want to do? Oh, I'm going to dive down and pull my friends out of the way. All right. Guessing that's probably agile unless you want to roll something else. No, agile's pretty good. Or enduring. They're both fours. So. I was thinking either agile or enduring. <laughs> yeah. Your call on this one. I think you said they're both fours, so it doesn't They're both a four. So yeah. either way, it's a nine. All right. On a seven to nine, you do what you intended to do, but with a complication or cost. So tell me, how is it that you are helping them to get out of the way? I mean, I feel like it's got to be, I just drop to the floor and run over and push them out of the way. All right. So let's see. I think... What happens is you run and push them. You're pretty fast, especially with the inventions that Mateo made for you. 
you're not going to get sucked up by this vacuum cleaner, but you do push for Scythia and Mateo harder than you expected, and they get knocked out from under the couch and into the sort of main floor of the living room. Mm-hmm. exposed for anybody that may come through. What do the two of you want to do as you've been saved but exposed? Honestly, I just want to run like hell in the direction we want to go. <laughs> Mateo has quick uh, panic on face. Then they see Prisithia runs like, oh, I guess I'm going that way. <laughs> just follows. <laughs> All right. So where are the two of you running to? Are you going towards the tree? Uh, are you going towards the mantle? Uh, what's your all sort of strategy here? I think I want to go to the tree because I'm hoping that I can climb up the tree easily and then jump to wherever we want to go from there. Yeah, you do notice the tree, which is covered in lights and large shiny ornaments and decorations. Very pretty. Lights reflecting and bouncing off to fill the whole room. Uh, there's garland and popcorn strings and all those sort of traditional holiday ornaments and decorations. Uh, it is right next to the fireplace where there is a fire roaring. And in front of this fire is a plate of cookies, a glass of eggnog, and the Biggie's pet cat curled up and sleeping in the warmth. <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh. Uh, okay. But good news is you're able to make it over to the tree. Before I figure out what happens there, Ski, so what you doing? You going to join them or have you got a different plan? Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to run over and join them. Okay. So the three of you find yourselves across the living room at the base of this tree, having used the drone of the robotic vacuum cleaner to mask your footstep sounds. It is a long, long climb up, mm -hmm. but you all could conceivably make it. What do you want to do? Uh, definitely on the way up, Mateo is going to carefully unscrew one of the lights and like strap it to like his bag or belt or whatever. So, And when we get to the top, he's going to longingly look at the star and just be lost in thought for a little bit. What color is it? Uh, it's uh, green. Nice. Okay. So as you pull that light out, what are Forsythia and Skisa doing? I think as I'm climbing, I'm also looking for something to grab. And I see it as we're going up. Um, there's an ornament that's like hanging by a string tied around it instead of by the metal hook that is also hanging off of the loop on it. And I'm going to scoot down the branch a little bit to try to get that metal hook, because that would be so choice to use for climbing. Nice. Uh, let's see. I feel like there needs to be a roll here. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm going to say probably enduring, since you're more... Well, I'll ask you. Are you trying to, like, run and grab it real quick, or are you more focused on, like, slow and steady? I think it's slow and steady, because I'm worried about the branch moving a lot as I'm climbing on it. And if I try to go too fast, I feel like the movement might wake up the cat. All right. Roll with your enduring stat for me. All right. It's a plus zero. Let's see. Oh, no. A three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. A three. 
Okay, Skisa and Mateo, you see as Frisithia takes slow, tiny little steps across the branch of this tree. And as she's partway out towards this hook, you see the branch starting to bend and know that it's about to snap. Would either of you like to help her? Yes, I don't know how, but yes. <laughs> I can do that. I think Skisa is going to grab a piece of tinsel from the tree and like quickly coil it up and then lash it out to wrap around Forsythia's arm or waist or something and pull her back. Tinsel lasso. Okay, I'll give you the choice here between sturdy and resourceful, because I could see either one of those applying based off what you described. Yeah, I'll do a resourceful. Okay, roll 2d6 plus resourceful for me. Oh no, um, I, I got a 6. <laughs> Alright. So tinsel isn't very strong, so what if no. it just rips? It's really pretty and it... <laughs> <laughs> Probably just whoops, yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be fine because we're tiny. <laughs> I think, yeah, what happens is you manage to get it around one of Frisithia's arms, and you do feel it, like, pull out from your hands. It manages to wrap around what's left of this branch, though, so Frisithia is dangling in the air by this tinsel. <laughs> and Mateo, would you uh you gonna give her some help back up? Yeah, definitely. I think uh Mateo is gonna see that and just like like ignoring the fact that maybe little thin he's gonna just grab even more tinsel and just like tie it together really fast and make a rope and throw it at them so they could grab onto it and hold and so like grab onto it to climb up while he holds it. Okay. Uh, again, I'll give you the choice between sturdy and resourceful there. I think I'll go my builder ways and do resourceful because it's a very good stat for me. Yes. Okay. Well, I rolled a 12. And that's yeah. A six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you do what you intended to do and you get an extra benefit or advantage. So you are able to pull Frisithia up. I'm trying to think. If anybody's got a good idea for a benefit or advantage here, let me know. They they also are able to grab the hook. Yeah, I'm down with that. It, while I'm while they while they gave me the opportunity to grab on with to the tinsel rope, I also am able to reach down and unhook the hook from the ornament. Yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. If that's okay by you all. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the three of you have been reunited on the one of the sturdier branches of this tree. You're probably a couple of feet up off of the ground, which, of course, to you is a lot more of a height than it would be to one of the biggies. But you're not, like, very high into the actual tree itself. What's your all strategy here? Hmm. I, if we... Get further up, it'll be like we could see a easy like view of the plate of cookies and egg, right? It's like if we climb further up the tree. Yeah. I mean, we could go up or we could try to go around. Like we were able to see the the cat, right? Yes. It is a to you a very large gray cat. It's a little bit older. But it's 
still, like, you know this cat's here. It's uh, fairly agile. You've probably had run-ins with it before. So are the cookies on, like, a coffee table in front of the mantle? Uh, the cookies are on, like, the uh, stone section of the fireplace. Oh, okay. Next to the cat. Like a step up off the ground for, like, a normal human. Yes. Okay. I guess we were, like, sitting on a, a sturdy set of branches in the tree, and we're looking at our target and also the cat right next to it. So I guess we have two options. One is to be as quiet as possible and hope the cat doesn't wake up. The other is to maybe get the cat to be on the other side of the room while we try to get the cookies. A distraction. Someone say distraction. I yes. <laughs> involving less danger to us. I was thinking of something where you didn't have to go out and be in danger. Like, yeah, no, please, no. Like, what if we threw something across the room? I, I was thinking maybe we catapult one of these ornaments from the tree. But then there's the there's the small middle one. Yeah, Okay. that's true. Skeesa's not there anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What's Skeesa doing? Skeesa's gonna climb up to the cat and poke it. <gasps> what? <laughs> Did you like did you like slide down a garland or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh go ahead and tell me like where are you poking the cat? I think boop the snoop. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta boop the snoop. Please tell me you have like a candy cane you pulled off the tree and climbed <laughs> down. And that's what you're using. Yeah, I feel like Skeese has gotta have some kind of cool exit from the tree. <laughs> Or, I mean, it's your character, Alice. Do you think they're making, like, a cool exit, or do they go the safe way? You know, you, you like, run, and then you jump, and you grab onto the bottom of the candy cane that's hanging on the tree, and it scooches it forward, so it starts sliding down the tree branch that it's on. Yes. Love it. Very good. Very good. Yeah, you managed to do that. Slide down and off of this tree branch mm -hmm. and land on... You managed to land on the hearth next to the cat and reach out to boop the snoot. And you see its eyes jump open. As you are face to face with this cat's large yellow eyes, it opens up its mouth wide in a big yawn. And you know this cat is going to try to grab you if you don't get out of the way quickly. What you doing here, Skisa? Oh, I'm gonna get out of the way quickly. Alright, how are you going about doing that? Like in a zigzaggy backwards jog, I gotta keep the cat interested enough that they wake up and get into chase mode instead of just sleepy batting mode. Alright, so normally I'd say that is plus agile, but mm -hmm. since you're trying to trick this cat, I'd say probably... Uh, cunning feels more accurate here. Cool. Wish me luck. <laughs> oh, I rolled an 11. Okay, so uh, describe for me what that looks like. What's the scene as you trick this cat into following after you? Yeah, it's kind of like when you play uh, with a cat and you have a laser pointer and the cat like bats at where the laser pointer is, but then obviously the laser is somewhere else. So they're like, wait, what? How is it over there? And you go back and forth a few times and now the cat's awake and like curled up and the tail is doing the swaying thing. 
And then Skeeza just turns and breaks into a run, and the cat scampers after her. Okay, where are you leading the cat off to? Do you have a destination in mind? Um, away. <laughs> Got That's it. Good, the plan was away. <laughs> they didn't okay. listen to the whole plan. <laughs> we will come back to that. Mateo and Frisithia, the cat has been sufficiently distracted, at least for now. Uh, the two of you are partway up this tree and have a relatively clear shot to the cookies, assuming you find a way from the tree to the hearth. All right. Um, mm-hmm. I am just imagining going kind of in a similar way as Skiza, where you go out towards the edges of the tree and it's a very nice tree with lots of branches and it's very full. So just going and sliding off of one branch and letting go and as on the way down, grabbing onto the next branch and there, the branches are pretty flexible at the edges of the tree. So you're kind of just like riding one branch to the next one, to the next one, like you're Tarzan swinging on vines, except gravity is just letting you is just doing all the work for you. And I think that is how Forsythia is trying to get down. All right. That sounds pretty agile to me. And I got a 13. Okay. On a 12 plus, you get that added bonus. So you're sliding and gliding down across these, or not vines, uh, tree limbs towards the hearth. You manage to slide across them as intended. You jump out of this tree and land into a forward roll across the hearth. I'm gonna ask, what is one extra thing you pick up along the way as you're coming out of the tree? You already got that hook from earlier. What is another thing you'd like to get? I think I grab a very tiny, very cute little bobble. That's like, um, you know, it's like those little old fashioned like glass ornaments. Um, But for me, it could be used as like a cup or a vase because it's hollow inside. And uh, it's like the size of my head or something. And because it's an ornament, I can just hook it onto my belt. So it's easy to bring. Cute. Okay. So, Matea, what are you doing as you see Forsythia agilely do this and land on the hearth next to the cookies? Uh, Mateo's looking like, wow, that's super, super cool. I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> and then he's gonna grab a lot more tinsel again and do the tried and true. Well, tried. Uh, try to make a like lasso or is there any like a is there anything? Is there any like more of those kind of like hooks nearby or something? Because I think I lost my my little Jack's piece uh, near the Roomba down below. Uh, give me a roll with your lucky. All right, let's see. I mean, that's a seven. Okay. On a seven to nine. Okay, so Forsythia has dove behind a cookie. What was Matea wanting to do? I think Matea wanted to uh, quickly hide behind a cup of eggnog. Okay, uh, so I'm going to give you all the choice. I could see it being either cunning, agile, or resourceful here. So take whatever role you think fits or that you can justify. I think that I'm much better at one of those things than the others. 
so it's probably in our best interest if I describe it that way. Yeah, I think it's like a pretty healthy stack of cookies on this plate. And I uh, am able to do it smoothly enough that I don't disturb the pile in a way that would be visible to the kid. And I'd like to roll with Agile. All right, roll it for me. Right, and I got a 12. All right, we will get to the results of that in a minute. Actually, you're able to do that. And I think the bonus that you get is that you actually do disturb the cookies, but in a way that one of them falls off of the hearth and is distracting the biggie. And I'm going to give Mateo a plus one on his roll. Okay. I was going to use uh, uh, cunning because I feel like Mateo's like, I'm not fast enough to get into those cookies. This eggnog looks very hard to look through. Yes. All right. That tracks roll your cunning plus one. Ooh, nice. So that's, I'm, I rolled a 10 and that's 15 in total. So great success. Oh, jeez. Nice. Okay, so as you dive behind the eggnog, from Skeesa's point of view, we see the cat run and lunge at the cookie that fell off of the hearth. Mm-hmm. And the biggie gets up off of the couch and walks over towards the cat. He says, no, Smokey, those aren't for you. They're for Santa Claus. And he is swatting the cat away as he picks the cookie up off of the ground. And sets it back on top of the stack. Oh, God. Uh, Skisa, what are you doing as all of this is going down? Mm, I feel kind of bad for Smokey, honestly. Um, <laughs> to be cl- clear, he didn't hit Smokey. He just, like, mm-hmm. shooed him away with his hand. Yeah, but Smokey didn't do anything wrong. That's normal cat stuff. <laughs> um, what do I want to do here? Well, I think the first thing is I have to get to cover so middle, smaller Biggie does not notice me out in the open. Unless you wanted to use yourself as a distraction. Hmm. I do love using myself as a distraction. Let's see. I was going to say it's a good idea, but that may be... <laughs> it's an idea. It, it's it certainly is an idea. It's definitely an idea. <laughs> there's got to be... Like, I mean, it's Christmas Eve. There has to be, like, toys out. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna... I'm gonna run over to the um, big red... You know what? It's the Hess truck. Every year there's a new Hess truck. So so I know what this is. And I'm gonna run over and I'm gonna jump on one of the buttons on the top so it lights up and starts making noises. All right. Uh, Let's see. Again, I could see this being cunning, agile, or resourceful. So... I'll take Agile. All right. Roll with your Agile for me. That's a nine. Okay. You definitely managed to get the Biggie's attention. As you jump on this button, the lights and the sound start going off from this truck. The kid turns and looks in your direction, and he wipes the sleep from his eyes as he starts making his way over towards you and says, uh, who are you? 
and it's not entirely clear if he's actually seen you or just thinks he has so far. Mm -hmm. But he is sufficiently distracted so that uh, Forsythia and Mateo get an opportunity to do whatever it is they would like to do. Wow. <laughs> are any of the cookies like broken into pieces or are they all like still whole, uh, very large items? Uh, take a lucky roll for me. Let's see. Uh, I'm getting such good rolls and my lucky stat's going down unnecessarily. Uh, so I have an 11 plus 4. So I got a 10 yeah, plus. The one that got knocked off into the floor shattered into a good couple pieces. They're not like easily liftable, but they're liftable. Yeah, so I think I see that. And um, my goal now is to go down to that those pieces on the floor and i have a bag um that's folded up against my back that uh will be able to fit them and maybe it'll be easier to crush them once they're inside the bag so that we'll have all the crumbs so i'm gonna go uh get ready to jump off the ledge and go to the little pieces all right what's mateo doing as Forsythia goes for the cookie pieces uh, Mateo is going to try to get to the top of this cup and get those like mini like thermos things he's grabbed. Uh, he has enough for everyone like around his belt or bag or whatever. And he's going to try to fill them up really quickly and so put them away so that he could get out of there. All right. So the two of you are able to get the various things you're going for. What's your plan after that as the biggie is distracted? Are you heading off back home? What do you all want to do? He is closing in on Skeese's location, by the way. He's like a step or two away from this truck. Hmm. Um, is there any possibility that the television remote could be on the mantelpiece? <laughs> or on, on the hearth? <laughs> Uh, I'll let you take a lucky roll. Alright, I'll roll again. My lucky is at three now. And I got a nine plus three. Nice. Alright, it is in fact there and pointing in the right direction. With a good cunning roll, you could distract this child. Uh, or Mateo could if he wanted yeah, to Yeah, Mateo try. could. I think definitely <laughs> Mateo. Like, after he's gathered everything and he sees uh, Cynthia has gone down and is grabbing the cookies, he is going to... Is it like, like, I want to push it towards the edge of the mantle, but on the other side, like, like away from where Forsythia is and turn it on and then push it off. Yes. Okay. So is this just like turning it on to distract the kids? Yeah, turn it on to distract it and then removing the remote so you can't like just turn it off immediately. Gotcha. And find All right, me roll Dexter. with cunning to deceive him. So that is going to be an eight total. All right. So why don't you tell me? I'll let you make the choice. You hit the button... And the kid's attention turns to the TV and then over to where he knows he left the remote. And I'll let you choose, Mateo. Is it you or Forsythia that he sees? One of you gets away and one of you is going to be spotted. Uh, ooh. I think, I think it'll be Mateo that gets spotted. Definitely. Okay. Uh, Forsythia, you have been able to get out of the way in time. That this kid doesn't see you. Mm -hmm. You've run presumably back over to the couch. 
Uh, your two found family members are still out in the middle, though. Ski, so what are you what? doing as the kid turns and looks at Mateo and you hear him say, Are you, you working with Santa? Are you one of his elves? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's what I was hoping the kid would think, yes? <laughs> yes? Hmm. Uh, quick check. Skisa, what you doing? Um, I think Skisa, like, pauses a moment and then straightens up and goes, Yes. Yes, I am. He turns around and looks at Jensen. There's two of you? How many are there? As many as there need to be to get the job done. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yes. One of you roll cunning for me. I could do that. Go for it. That is a nine. Is is Santa coming? Only if you go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> but but I wanna wanna see him. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> he goes and sits on the couch and says, Can you what's he like? Tell me about him. <laughs> I'm really like definitely under his breath. He's like, ah, no. Um he's a pretty cool guy. You know, nice. All the things you heard are probably true. <laughs> hmm. I think the complication I'm going to give you is that he's not gonna, like, try to capture you or anything like that. But as he sits on the couch, you see that he does grab, a, like, a tablet that's on an end table. Oh, God. <laughs> And he's starting to pull up the camera on his tablet. <laughs> huh. I would probably understand, like, the complications of that, right? Like, if probably. the camera is a picture, like, yeah. Um, uh, what were you saying, Alice? Okay. So you know how um, if you're, you have your phone and you go to open the camera, but your phone doesn't have enough battery, it's like, no, you can't do this. XX. Uh-huh. I think the tablet's out of battery. Yes. I think that's going to need a lucky roll. Definitely. Good thing I have luck. Oh, that's a 13. Let's oh, go. yeah. <laughs> All right. So he pulls up the tablet and starts to open the camera. And you hear him muttering under his breath, Oh, this thing never holds a charge. Why won't it let me open the camera? His attention is fully on this camera, and the two of you have an escape path. Um... In a panic, Mateo is just going to run and jump towards the tree. Not towards the couch? Not That's where the kid is, right? Uh, Yes, but it's also closer back to your home. I mean, you're free to mm. go wherever you want. I was just curious. Oh, because the tree's in the opposite direction, huh? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, I would definitely go jump towards the couch. All right. What's Skisa getting into? I think Skisa's far enough away from like the tree and the couch that... Uh, they're going to head out to the hallway and run into a different room to take a path between the walls to get back home. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask each of you to make an agile roll for me. I got a 12. <clears throat> Three. <clears throat> Oof. Okay. <laughs> Skisa, you are able to get home with no further complications through this alternate path. Uh, mm -hmm. why don't you tell me what that looks like? You, like, how do you go from that room down to your all's home? Yeah, I mean, there's, like, a multiple places where you can 
get into the walls and yeah. then head back to our spot. I think if it's okay with you, because I did get a 12 plus, would it be okay if my way back in is in like either the parents or the older siblings bedroom and I knock something over to wake them up so that they are going to notice that the middle child is awake when they shouldn't be? Yes, I like that. Cool. That's perfect. I think it's the older sister's room, which is clearly a room Skisa spends a lot of time in. We can see as they sneak in a pair of running shoes by the door that say <laughs> Asics on them, which is where Skisa got their name. Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> this whole hour and a half was for that. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, that that was that was good. Okay. Uh yeah, you see as the older child climbs out of her bed, hearing the commotion in the living room. Uh, Mateo, you are running along towards the couch and manage to, like, as you're running, your foot catches on one of the floorboards. You tumble and fall, and the cat has turned his attention back to you and is stalking over towards you. You also hear loud footsteps of the oldest of the little biggies and for Scythia you got any ideas for how to help Mateo here hmm okay so I'm over by the couch Mateo is out in the middle of the floor where is the cat yeah you're Mm -hmm. essentially you're essentially underneath the couch the cat is about a pounce away from Mateo oh that's oddly specific Okay, um, so I think that I might also have a little bit of the tinsel from the tree, just like one strand of it. And I'm going to try to just wave it around like a ribbon dance and see if the cat uh, will care more about the twinkling tinsel than uh, Mateo lying on the floor. All right, roll with uh, Cunning for me to distract the cat. All right, I got a nine. E. All right, the cat is, in fact, distracted by your ribbon dance of tinsel. He starts making his way over towards the couch. As he is making his way over towards you, Mateo, what you doing? Going to scramble up and uh, try to get under the couch and uh, see if I could, I don't know, hide real good. That's all you can think of. Taylor just wants to get out of there and not be seen. Yeah, I think you're able to get under the couch without needing a roll. For Scythia, you are, like, you see the cat jumping towards you, and you're already under the couch, but it's Mm -hmm. doing that thing where it's, like, sticking its paws under to try to swat at you. Right. And you hear the oldest of the biggie children walk into the living room and say, Michael, what are you doing up so late? Oh, oh, I saw elves, and they they came to check things out for Santa. And where'd they go? I, I think they ran under the couch. And she is talking to her brother and says, Michael, there's... Santa doesn't send his elves out. But they, they're under the couch. Look and see. What are you two doing? God, um... <laughs> Um. <laughs> so I'm thinking there's two possibilities. One, we use those fancy new hooks that we got to like hook on to the underside of the couch so that when they look down, they don't see us because we're hanging from 
the fabric lining, which might be the easiest way to do it so we don't have to run all the way over to our special flap. Yeah, yeah. That that sounds like something that would be very cunning. Uh, I like that idea. All right. Yeah, I think I will do that. Uh, make a pitch for a roll here for me. So for me, I would argue that this is agility because I'm trying to swing myself up and hang from the hook up above myself. And what about Mateo? Uh, I think he is going to be very cunning about it. And he's not as fast as everyone else, but he's like, he knows how to squish his body up against something to make it look like it's just part of the furniture. Okay. Each of you take a roll for me. I got an 11. I also got an 11. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> nice. Okay. You all see as the cat is pulled out from its spot on the outside of the couch. There is the head of a biggie that pokes down underneath and looks around before apparently not seeing you, moving back away and saying, Michael, there's nothing under there but dust. Just Go back to sleep or Santa's not going to bring you presents. Sarah, there are two elves. I I was going to get the picture and fine. And you hear as he lays back down on the couch and the older Biggie makes her way back to her room. And the two of you are free to make your way back home. Sounds good. Yeah, I do that. I like that idea. All right. So, cookies and eggnog acquired, the two of you meet Skisa back in your home, and you have gone on a successful expedition. So at the end of each of them, or at the end of an expedition, there is a phase called Return. Uh, This is sort of a relaxed, free-form discussion where we talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, uh, what we think went well, and what went poorly. So... What are your all's thoughts on this uh, Christmas heist? I think as Mateo is kind of like, like deep in his like cotton swab bean bag, sipping the eggnog, he's like, you shouldn't have talked to the kid. Counterpoint, we should have talked to the kid more. Prasuthia <laughs> is just ping-ponging, looking between the two of them, wondering who's going to say something next. Yeah. Well, and then I think he's going to get up and then go to where you put that uh, light down and like in the corner of the room there's definitely like an attempt at like a bunch of like different like it's like tinsel and then like paper and then like little outlets and he's gonna screw in that light and he has his own little Christmas star and he's just gonna be like now this this is great this is worth that does look awesome beautiful work as always
You're right, it's for laundry. Uh, if you like what you heard, best way is to let us know on Twitter at TTRPGRoulette, or you can leave one of those like fancy reviews on your fancy podcatcher of choice. I mean, I'm, I'm personally just a send an emailing kind of a girl, kind of a chick, but whatever. Um, and if you do leave a review or you send in information, for Pete's sake, let the people here know. They want to give you a shout out in future episodes, and they can't do that if they don't know that you've done it. And also, do it. Reviews are great. Reviews are how we find things and word of mouth is really important. So go ahead and give that a shot. You can also support TTRPG Roulette financially on Patreon if you're so flush with those gold, silver and copper coins. You can find them on patreon.com forward slash TTRPG Roulette. And there you can get access to like really neat things like character creation, blooper reels, an art gallery. They have a freaking art gallery and so much more. Lots of bonus content if you're a patron. Music was created by a buddy of mine, Neil Martin, stand-up bloke. You can find him on Twitter at Bardic Martin. And the logo for the show was created by Lee, another stand-up gold sterling kind of a chap. And you can find them on Twitter at Law of Names or on the Masks AP Otherwhere. We want to give a very special shout-out to patrons, including Landon Cornell, MC of Shadows St. Fleur, Reed, Tricky, Dusty, Silver, Vanessa Raz. I better do that in a non-me uh, voice. Vanessa Haas. Zeke and Daniel. And until next week, folks, you stay lucky out there. Have you ever wanted to experience your favorite old school RPGs and Japanese RPGs in a podcast? Check out Into the Verse with Kylie Kane, where I, Kylie Kane, narrate your favorite games in a full audio-only Let's Play experience. Episodes release every Wednesday and Saturday morning at anchor.fm slash Kylie Kane. You can find me as well on most podcasting services, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts.